This is with an Ohio Bias, a podcast for real fans with Dean Jake, and we will be talking about the Browns versus the welcoming in the Carolina Panthers. So, uh, Jake, uh, disappointing loss to the Houston Texans. Um, we kind of talked about it on that preview show. Um, that was going to be a measuring stick. Uh, clearly the Browns didn't measure up, but um, it basically come down to Baker Mayfield having a bad half of football, and uh, hopefully they can turn it around welcoming in uh, Cam Newton and that offensive attack from Carolina. Yeah, it felt a lot worse than what what it looked like uh, when I went and looked at the stats. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, Baker made some throws that uh, definitely he'll learn from, uh, but it was they weren't dumb throws, they weren't stupid throws, and they were off just a little bit. And I think you ran into a really hot team. Uh, to me, looking at the stats, the difference is nine total rushes for the Cleveland Browns. I mean, anybody's going to have a hard time when you're back there throwing it 50 times a game. Uh, nine rushes to 39 rushes. And the other thing, too, is you know, Deshaun Watson early on in that game, he couldn't miss, and they couldn't stop him. So uh, 22 of 31 for Watson. Uh, what was encouraging, though, from the Browns is the penalties were a little bit less. Uh, they didn't get Baker Mayfield sacked for all those times being drop, dropping back uh, the throw. Uh, so I, I think there were some positives. Uh, obviously, you lose Denzel Ward early in the game, which is no good. Uh, the defense needs a better job, do a better job of getting off the field on third downs. They held them. They got them to 16 third down situations, which is great, uh, but they ended up converting on eight of those. Uh, so, you know, I think it's a, a little bit of a lesson learned and uh, a growth uh, growth step for these Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I mean, they were down 10-0 in the first quarter, then 23-0. Um, and the one guy I highlighted, or a couple of guys I highlighted, um, Zach Cunningham had that one interception. You know what I'm saying? That was crazy. It was like, you know, uh, it was like playing Madden on Xbox or PlayStation. He just reached yeah. his one arm back and snatched it. So, I mean, you got you got plays like that. But the Browns had 428 yards of total offense, like you said. So, yeah. I mean, they, they, they actually moved the ball, and everybody made the point post-game they won the second half. Well, you got to win two halves of football. So, you right. know what I'm saying? That's, that's a Bengals, nice consolation prize. But. Right. The Bengals the previ- previous week won the second half. But, you know, we still won the game. Um, I do think, though, they did take a step when it comes to leadership. Baker owned up to it, and we see this team is going to go as Baker goes. Um, you know, they're still building. I like that it's going that way. I like his accountability about it. And um, I like that, you know, we can see what the problems are. They have a lack of depth on defense, and they have a lack of offensive playmakers. So you, you, yeah. you know where those holes are. And with that offensive line playing the way that it is, if we can bolster that up with a little more depth and one more talented guy or so to, you know, create an elite unit, Baker will get better. You know what I'm saying? We see that. So it, it, it's, it, I was encouraged by it, even though it was a loss. Um, and it just, I don't know, it, it is what we thought it was going to be. Um, maybe we were just hoping for a better outcome with a, with a crazy win, hopefully to catch the Texans in an in, in in emotional moment. Yeah, and, and you also wonder, too, you know, if Callaway gets into the end zone there on either one of those plays. Well, know, if he holds on to the ball, on the penalty, you know, I know that right, was a, either a one of those plays. plays. Yeah. Right. It's like, does that game change a little bit? You know, do you put a little yeah. fear of God into the, the Texans and maybe then the, the comeback is on on track? But, uh, yeah, could have, would have, should have, uh, don't do anything in the NFL. And you, you move on to uh, Carolina and try to, take another step forward and that's what we want to see is progress 
Yeah, Callaway's making plays though. I mean, you know, yeah, you just got to finish them now, and that's you, this is what you get with a rookie though. So that's what we talk yeah. about a little bit more depth. Uh, we think about you know possible depth and offensive playmakers. Um, real quick, Jake, Kevin Benjamin got cut by the Buffalo Bills, and we think about the Carolina Panthers and that whole thing with Cam Newton. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And how Kevin Benjamin was trying to make Cam Newton out to be the bad guy. Well, do you want any interest of a guy that's actually out of a job right now? Uh, maybe bringing him in to see if he could work here in Cleveland? No, we already have that guy. His name's Burchard Perriman. So, no, I, haven't, I don't need any other uh, retread, uh, recycle, recyclable uh, wide receivers. I'll take my chances for the rest of the year with the guys we got with Hollywood Higgins and Callaway and Perriman and, uh, and, and just go from there. By the way, Jervis oh. Landry made an appearance this week. Uh, one of the incredible catches off the defensive back uh, shoulder. Man, good to have him back in the fold, too. Yeah, I need some touchdown catches, you know what I'm saying? Um, I really need yeah, him I to you. juice it up. Um, and speaking of bless juicing him. it up, uh, I wish you would bless him with some touchdowns. Yeah, speaking right. <laughs> speaking <laughs> of somebody that also needs to bless, I mean, we look at this matchup, Jake, to preview the Panthers coming to Cleveland. This matchup of two teams kind of both needing the wins. The Panthers need it a little more desperately than Cleveland because they're actually still a half game back of the Vikings when it comes to that second wild card spot in the NFC. So we know that they want to win. Um, they lose one to Tampa, even though they, somehow they, they, they outgained Tampa 444 yards to 315. They have actually outgained seven of the last eight teams they played. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know what's going on with Carolina. I'm not going to go take a deep dive into what the problems are over there. Um, but as we look into Cam Newton coming in, he's going to be down a weapon with Greg Olson going to the IR. We know McCaffrey's going to be here, um, and we know that they got you know the Ohio State product who's kind of healthy now coming in this week, and Curtis Samuel as well. Yeah, it's good to see Curtis Samuel doing well in the NFL and kind of coming into his own. Uh, yeah, you look at Carolina now coming in on a four-game losing streak, uh, gave up 52 points at Pittsburgh, uh, lost at the Lions 20-19, to and one of the most inexplicable acts I've ever seen as a head coach in Ron Rivera. They, uh, why go they for it? The, why go for it? You know, you, 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 you get the score to tie it up with a minute left in the game, and you go for two in a situation where a field goal beat you anyway, whether you tie it or you get the two. Uh, and you don't get it, and now the game's over and everybody's folded already. So uh, it's almost like a team that doesn't want to win at this point, and you're right, they're a half game out of, of a wild card spot at 6-6, six and six. Uh, and then they follow that stinker up with uh, Seattle losing another close one, and Tampa Bay, uh, like you said, beating them 24-17. So I, I don't know what we're going to get with uh, Carolina. I looked a little bit at the stats. Uh, quarterbacks in the last four, um, 10 touchdowns, zero interceptions, and a 70% completion rate. So, you know, if, if Baker Mayfield's looking for a team to get back on track again, it's, it looks like it's this Carolina Panthers secondary. Uh, as good as Bradbury's been, uh, overall depth, it doesn't look like it's very good. And uh, I think the tight ends uh, and David Njoku could have a day against these Carolina Panthers. But, uh, you know, anytime you got Cam Newton coming in, and uh, we've seen uh, – I know North Turner is going to have something for us. And uh, it's uh, – Christian McCaffrey, what can you say about the guy? He's an incredible do-it-all back. Uh, and uh, they're a dangerous team. So it should be an entertaining one. It'll be good to get back home. 
Yeah, Christian McCaffrey setting these records. I mean, he's is something crazy. Like he's the first player since um, I think oh, I can't remember who it is, but he's putting up a, a fifty and fifty game, basically fifty yards passing. I mean, fifty yards passing, fifty yards receiving, and fifty yards rushing in consecutive games. Roger Craig. Um, yeah. And, <laughs> And, and, like but you know, you know who he reminds me of a little bit closer, Jake. I know you love the comparisons. Um, just sure. a guy that does it all. I mean, Dave Meggett. You know, that's what I think oh, of. Look when at I, that little Meggett go. Yeah, that's what I think of of a guy who was that much of a utility back. I mean, we of course think of Darren Sprawls a little more contemporary, but I mean, mm-hmm. um, just for the old time football it. fans, man, that's what I, I, yeah. I think about when I think I about it. Christian McCaffrey. What a great comparison! Yeah, for sure. Uh, definitely a, a Swiss Army knife in, in that backfield, and uh, you you wonder about. Uh, I mean, they've got lots of weapons uh, when you're looking at uh, Devin Funches uh, back healthy now. Caught a pet touchdown last week. Uh, you know, Morris had a great season, or not a great season, but he's definitely been coming on here in the last few weeks. Their first round draft pick. Uh, they lose Greg Olson. Uh, that's going to be a big loss for him, but. Like I said, Cam Newton is a dangerous man, and uh, we know all about danger here in Cleveland. Now, it's been snowing all day today. I think it's going to be cold come Sunday. Um, We're going to get to see Baker play in his first taste of weather, but also Cam, you know, they usually play a little bit warmer and in domes and stuff in that NFC South. So uh, I think that, you know, the Browns' weather might give them a little chance. Lord knows Greg Joseph's going to have to hold up um, with the leg. I mean, and and he might get a lot of work in the special teams area. Yeah, um, you know, always something that you worry about with the Cleveland Browns is uh, kicking field goals since Phil Dodson left us. Um, you know, and the thing about Cam is, you're right, I, I don't know that he plays very well when he's challenged. He likes things to be perfect and comfortable, and when you knock him in the mouth or something's not going right, I, I feel like he can have a tendency to pout a little bit and uh, get out of his game. So I think the Browns need to do a lot uh, to, to get him into that position and hopefully a little uh, help from Mother Nature uh, to put him in, a, in that mood wouldn't hurt either. Yeah, we're going to need another huge effort from Miles Garrett had a sack, and I mean, um, a lot of pressure last week on Watson. But we need—I I need Miles Garrett to become. And this, this sounds bad, but right now he's got to become that leader on that defense along with Joe Sherbert. I mean, he just—he's the most talented guy, and I—I I know it's a lot to ask, but he's going to need one of these breakout games where he has multiple sacks, or you know, a forced fumble and a couple sacks where it, it affects the game to the point where the Browns can get a W off of it. Yeah, I mean, you're right. For as great of a season as he's as he's had, I don't feel like there's been one game where he has just dominated. He dominates at times, uh, but the great ones, you know, they they impact the game the whole time they're out there. Uh, and uh, you know, I don't know if uh, he needs a little bit more help on the other side of the defensive line or uh, what's going on. But you're right. I, I think uh, he needs a signature type game where he goes out there for and gets four sacks and a couple tackles for loss. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if we get Ward back in this game because that's going to be a big part of it too uh, if he, he's able to slow down some of the weapons for uh, the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, and then we know that um, Larry Ogunjobi went down as well. Um, he can yeah, return, but you, yeah, but you kind of wonder, is it worth him trying to return? Um He's been a force in the middle, but you, you don't want a guy putting his whole, you know, career on the line at this juncture. Yeah. I mean, 
it's almost worth shutting him down. So it'll be interesting to see how the Browns make a decision with that, Jake. We get to the prediction part. Um, I don't know how they're going to do it, man. This is another one of these ones. I'm taking a leap of faith here. I think the Browns win this game. Um, I think it's going to be a crazy one where they win in some wild way. That's the way all these Panthers games have been going. Um, so and why not here in Cleveland and the Browns get another victory Monday, they find a way to win 24-17. God knows we've been on the wrong end of the crazy game. So <laughs> <laughs> I think we're about due for one to go our way. So I'll go with you. I think they get it done. Um, let's uh, let's say that Ron Rivera decides to kick a field goal down four with a minute left <laughs> instead of going for it on fourth and one at the twenty yard line of the Browns. How's that? And uh, they end up winning uh, Browns uh, twenty four and the Panthers twenty three. All right. Hopefully Riverboat Ryan will uh, do some gambling at uh, First Energy Stadium and then move over to the Jack. Um, Jake, you, you when go. we speak of gambling, you know what I'm saying, you guys are going to have all the lines for all the NFL Sunday action on the other podcasts. Give us a drop on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and uh, Mike Young from CG Technology, a guy who makes the lines on Monday morning, uh, he'll be on with me to talk about all the trends and info, and uh, he'll even give you some picks uh, for your weekend uh, football pleasure. Uh, we've got Army-Navy coming up this week. Uh, the under in Army-Navy is 10 straight years to the under. So uh, definitely uh, talk about that a little bit. Uh, also get into a little bit of college basketball uh, and uh, have a good time as we move this podcast forward and transition out of the college football season into the home stretch of the NFL season and then into March Madness uh, soon enough. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for this week's uh, Browns preview. We will talk at you next time. As always, go Browns. Ooh, ooh.